Hello, and welcome to Talking Wealth. I'm Janine Cox, Senior Analyst at Wealth Within. Today I'd like to touch on economic growth in Australia, government stimulus, the ETS, and what's going on in the US. Now we've heard recently that economic growth here is weak, um, that business investment is down by 7.7%, but that the expectation from the government was that it would fall by around 18.5% by this time. So there has been some improvement, which they're arguing has come from the, the economic stimulus package they've put in place. So they've provided incentives to big and small business to spend money. Now, we're a little bit concerned that this could actually be, have the impact of pulling purchases forward and would then leave a spending hole in 2010 that would slow things down somewhat. However, now what's being argued is there is an expectation that the mining sector is likely to see a boost next year. This will increase investment in that area and that has a flow-on effect into many different uh, sectors in the economy and that will continue to ride this wave we're on. Now we've been expecting a yearly low for a lot of the energy stocks on our market and we've been seeing that unfold. So out of this low, if we see a nice rise up into early next year, we'd expect some good opportunities in that area. Now, as you all know, the ETS has been disrupting our market lately. We've seen the Dow and the FTSE rise quite strongly, and yet our market has really languished behind the rest. Now, we say this, there's been a lot of debate over the ETS and the, and the costs involved. The true impact on climate change is under debate, and this has destabilised our market. Industry are not even fully aware of what it's going to cost them on the bottom line, and then these costs would surely be passed on to the consumer. So what is it going to cost pensioners? What is it going to cost families for these changes? And do they all need to be phased in now? Does it need to be passed before the meeting in Copenhagen? That's the big debate. And Tony Abbott says no, that doesn't need to proceed before that time. And as you know, there's been a spill in the Liberal Party and uh, Tony Abbott is now taking over as Liberal leader. So he's sure to block that from going through the Senate. Now, if the ETS came in, that would add a cost to our standard of living and increase the cost of living. Now, with the RBA raising interest rates, that effectively will do the same thing. So to have both of those come in at the same time could actually create an economic slowdown and reverse everything that the government was trying to put in place. As you know, the RBA increased rates by a quarter of a percent, and we've heard that Westpac have actually come through and almost doubled that by putting a margin on top of it for their customers. So it's going to be interesting to see whether the other big four follow that, uh, Westpac's lead and do the same thing. I think there might be an opportunity there for one of the big banks to take the lead and not do the same thing, and therefore customers' loyalty will, will um, continue with that bank, and some customers may even jump ship from Westpac and go over to that bank and give them their business. If you're wanting to keep tabs on what the cash rates are currently, you can go to the, the RBA website on www.rba.com.au. Now, it's said that in the next 12 months that um, interest rates are going to be up to around 7% on home loans, uh, depending on uh, which bank you're with and what you've been able to negotiate, that could represent up to a 1% increase over that period. So that's likely to have an impact on the consumer's hip pocket. Now, this recent rate rise is expected to dampen consumer spending over Christmas, and a lot of the retailers are probably going to be up in arms over this and the timing of it all. Um, but as I've said before, I'm really going to be keen to see how consumer spending's gone over the, the Christmas period and into January when the true figures come out. So keep an eye out for that one. Now, recently out of the US, we've seen figures that indicate that confidence is improving, that unemployment uh, numbers are falling away, that housing numbers are up. 
We have heard that consumer spending over there has been down 10%, but that the number of shoppers, and I don't know how they record that exactly, has improved. Um, perhaps we'll see a reflection of that here in Australia. We've also had news recently about um, Dubai, the Dubai government not being able to cover their their costs and pay for the debt to fund all of those developments. Um, and if you've had a look at what's going on over there, you might have seen emails that show snowfields in the desert and a map of Australia over there and uh, all sorts of other things that make it like a big tourist attraction that are trying to get drive do- tourist dollars over there um, as oil declines over the ne- over the next decade or so. So they've not been able to meet their debts. A number of big families, rich families over there have got together with financiers and they're trying to help the Dubai government meet their legal requirements. So we should find out more about that around December the 14th, but there's a further payment that has to be made early next year. So I think this is still going to be an issue going forward. However, 40% of that debt has been linked back to the US Uh, I'd say that Australia would be fairly limited in terms of its exposure. So we just need to keep an eye on that one and and, um, watch out for any news there. I hope you've enjoyed my talk today. I'm Janine Cox, Senior Analyst at Wealth Within. Bye for now. 